Good evening and thank you for joining us. You're watching the night at night. I'm Stefania Jimenez and tonight we start with what San Antonio is doing to help people in Florida who are in Hurricane Ian's path. That storm made landfall today as a category four and local USAA team members are working with the disaster response team right on the ground in Florida. They're getting a lot of their information from that place. That's their command room. It's basically remembers here. Watch what's happening in Florida. They're able to forecast the storm and keep a close eye on their members. You know, USAA is one of the largest insurance providers in the country, and the company's CEO tells us more than 600,000 of its clients are in Florida. And because this storm is so strong, they expect a lot of damage and therefore claims. So right now they're just ready to jump into action. We do work in conjunction with first responders, with say the National Guard in Florida as well, and all of the local authorities once we get into the market. Now, the USAA teams on the ground right now are claim professionals who are focused on property claims work. The San Antonio team deployed a mobile resource center this past weekend to go there and help families. And the thing is, USAA isn't alone. CPS Energy crews are also making their way to Florida to help the people there rebuild and get their power back. Now, the crews left San Antonio early this morning. The Jacksonville Electric Authority in North Florida asked them to come. Nearly 40 EP CPS employees and 17 vehicles are going, and they tell us they're more than happy to help. Extreme amount of gratitude to us being out there away from our families, uh, making it comfortable for them again. It's a very humbling and heartfelt experience. Yeah, they're pretty much heroes. They're saviors, right? You don't want to go too long without power. And the crews are going to spend the night in Mobile, Alabama, and they should be in Jacksonville, North Florida, by tomorrow afternoon. Back here at home, totally different picture. We've had clear skies, low humidity. Meteorologist Adam Kasky tells us how long it's going to stay that way. Temperature is going to be cooling off pretty quickly this evening and overnight tonight and tomorrow morning. Another fall like start to the day. 56 in Hondo, 59 I think around San Antonio for the most part. Helotus down to 57. You get to Bulverde 56 and 58 for the low temperature in Poteet. By the afternoon, many of us in the lower 90s for high temperatures and this trend and this pattern is just going to continue for several more days. Also, the lack of humidity is going to remain in place for at least the next seven days. Unfortunately, though, as a result, no chance of rain. Other news now, a jury in a murder trial got a very close look at evidence. Now, this is regarding the Jaren Garcia trial. The 20-year-old is accused of fatally shooting his stepfather, Mark Ramos, after Ramos and his wife, who's Garcia's mother, got into an argument. Jurors saw dozens of crime scene photos and the gun that killed Ramos last year. Garcia claims that he acted in self-defense, but that's up to the jury. They're going to hear more testimony tomorrow morning. If Garcia is convicted, he could face life in prison. San Antonio police arrested a high school student after he was caught on campus with a gun. Southside ISC Superintendent Rolando Ramirez says this happened on Monday. In a letter to parents, Ramirez wrote, quote, Southside ISD will not tolerate any threats or behavior of this kind and will prosecute this case to the fullest extent of the law, end quote. He also wrote the gun was not loaded. Ramirez is urging anybody who knows of a threat or sees threatening behavior to report it. There are a lot of ways to do it, and you have some options right there on your screen. You can call or text, send a note online or email right there. 
Now, one woman is in jail accused of stabbing a man in a West Side apartment overnight. It happened around 2 o'clock this morning on Wiseman Boulevard near 1604, which is near SeaWorld. Police say 22-year-old Destiny Nicole Jimenez stabbed the man after they got into an argument. Now, he was taken to the hospital and we're told he is expected to be okay. Five days. That's how long 48-year-old Frankie Flores has been missing. He was last seen on the southwest side near Old Pearsall Road and Loop 410. He was wearing a black shirt with a silver logo, white sneakers. He has a pair of tattoos. One is a butterfly behind his ear. The other is his last name on his arm. Now, SAPD says that he has a medical condition. And if you can help police find this man, if you see him, call the San Antonio Police Department Missing Persons Unit. That number's on your screen. It's 210-207-7660. Here's something else that you can help with. San Antonio Police and Crime Stoppers are looking for the person involved in a shooting at a northwest side car wash. This happened on June 25th at the Easy Wash on Gardendale near Fredericksburg and Wurzbach. That's where officers believe that the man that you see there in that surveillance video started shooting rounds in the parking lot. One person was hit by that gunfire. Now we're told the suspect was seen with the driver and the passenger of that red vehicle that you see on your screen. If you can help police solve this crime, call Crime Stoppers at 210-224-STOP. Just a reminder that any information you give that leads to an arrest in this case can get you $5,000. A Central Texas woman has been convicted of fraud after she allegedly lied about her husband's disability from his time in the Army. A federal jury in San Antonio convicted 39-year-old Josephine Cassandra Perez Gorda yesterday. Authorities say that she defrauded the Veterans Administration and the Social Security Administration out of more than $300,000. You can read more about this story right now on KSAT.com. So now I have a question for you. How do you start your day? Most people would say with coffee, right? That morning cup of joe definitely has its benefits, but 12 on your side's Marilyn Moritz takes a look at how much is too much coffee. Is that first sip of coffee the best part of your morning? Well, good news, coffee can actually be good for you. Coffee could actually lower your risk of certain liver diseases, some types of cancers, and type 2 diabetes. And there's some evidence that it can also lower your risk of heart disease and respiratory disease. Research even suggests that if you drink coffee, you could live longer than non-coffee drinkers, in part because coffee is rich in antioxidants. But how much coffee is healthy and how much is too much? In general, the average person can safely consume up to 400 milligrams of caffeine per day, the amount in three to five cups of coffee. If you have a medical condition or caffeine sensitivity, it's best to check with your doctor and listen to your body. If your heart is thumping faster than usual and you feel extra jittery, it's likely time to lay off. And to help you sleep better at night, experts say finish that last cup of joe around 2 p.m. so most of the caffeine has left your body by bedtime. Like tea too? Another study showed that people who drank two to three cups of coffee plus two or three cups of tea had about a 30% lower risk of dementia and stroke compared to people who didn't drink either. Marilyn Moritz, KSAT 12 News. Now happening on Friday, you could watch the only scheduled gubernatorial debate right here on KSAT. We're also going to live stream that debate on KSAT.com. That debate is going to be held at the University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley. Our very own Steve Spreester is going to be a panelist. 
We're also going to hold a virtual watch party for our KSAT insiders. Just a reminder that debate coverage begins at 7, so we invite you to join us. Before we go, you got to see this new images of a spiral galaxy 29 million light years away from planet Earth. This is the latest shot from the James Webb Space Telescope. Now, NASA says that we're seeing details we've just never seen before. It calls the white spiral arms in the image the bones of the galaxy and says they're typically hard to see because of dust. The telescope that captured that image has already taken other images of unseen details of the final frontier, along with pictures of Mars, Jupiter, and Neptune. The $10 billion space observatory has enough fuel to keep getting fantastic shots just like this one for about another 20 years. We certainly look forward to seeing what else they show us. And just like that, we're out of time. The 9 at 9 returns tomorrow. Have a wonderful night.